0: I really wish that the church was more hungry for God than it is. I mean, think about the church today. Think about the things that we make priority. Think about the things that are happening in the church. We've got services every Sunday, sometimes on uh, Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Saturdays or whatever day, we usually have another service. Sometimes we have two services on Sunday. We've got all kinds of ministries running. We've got more leaders than we can count. We've got more ministries than we can count. We've got so much going on in the church, it seems like. And yet, I mean, where is, where is, where's God at? I mean, where, where is the power of God? Where is the the glory of God? Where is God manifesting himself. You know, where what are what are we looking for? What are we striving after as a church? If we see God, will he not show up? If we're earnest about having more of him do you think he's gonna hold out on us you think he's gonna hold himself back you think he's gonna he's he's lying about when he says if you seek me you will find me if you seek me with all of your heart is god lying is he just testing us to see if we really want him I mean, we have so much going on, and it seems like we're so um, hungry for something. But I'm not sure that much of the church is actually hungry for God. I think we're hungry for other things. I think we're more hungry for success than we are for God. We're more hungry to be successful ministers to be successful preachers, to be successful Christians, to be successful counselors, or whatever you see yourself as, we're more hungry to be uh, looked at in the eyes of the world, in the eyes of the church, as successful, than we are to be looked at as ridiculously in and out of this world hungry for God Psalm 42 1 says as the deer pants for the water brooks so pants my soul for you O God my soul thirsts for God for the living God I don't I, I want that hunger in my life I don't see that hunger in the church I don't see it in most of the church. I see it in a few. I have seen it in a few. But I I don't see hunger. It's time to stir up the hunger in your souls. Time to stir up hunger in your souls for God. It's time to stop playing games and stop acting like we're, we're seeking God. Stop acting like... We're loving God. Stop acting like we're doing great things for God. God didn't ask you to do great things for Him. God didn't ask you to build churches for Him. God didn't ask you to build successful ministries for Him. We've got it wrong as the church. We've got it wrong. We've got it totally wrong. We've got it backwards from the kingdom of God. According to the world, I think we have it right. We don't look much different than the world, in my opinion. The church today does not look very different than the world. In the way we operate, in the way we do things, it looks very much like the world. I mean, you would think... that as the church we call ourselves people of god capital g god we say our god created the universe we say god does miracles we say god convicts people and does out of this world supernatural things that we can't explain we say that God is a good God. We say God is a mighty God. We say God is a loving God, that when you experience God's love, you know, it it changes you, and and you're never the same, and we say all these things, but where is the fruit? Where is the fruit? Where is the fruit? Where where is the, the evidence of these things? You know, the world should be the ones saying that we're full of love. The world should be the one saying that that God is with them. It should be obvious to us. It should be so obvious that we don't talk about it. God should be so obviously present with us that it's just like, you know, people don't say every day, wow, the sky is blue, like it's some, you know, crazy event. It's just an everyday thing. That's just how it is it's always beautiful and blue well unless it's storming but it's it's always blue the grass is always green the the air always the wind is always blowing it's just things that happen you don't you don't uh it's not some uh abnormal thing that's how it needs to be with the church it should just be so obvious that of course god's with us like yeah, he's with us all the time. He's with us every day. He's with us when we're at work. He's with us when we're with our families. He's with us when we're at the grocery store. He's with us when we're at, at, together, praising him and worshiping him. He's with us when we're, when we're praying. It should be so obvious, but why isn't it? Why isn't it obvious? Why isn't God uh, showing up in these ways? I think it's because we're not really hungry for him. We're not really hungry for his presence. We're not really hungry for, for his word. We're not really hungry for his will, for his kingdom to come. Because when his kingdom comes, we have to change. We have to become different people at the very core of our being, at the place that no one else is, is, uh, can see the place that no one else can see the place that that we're not willing to let anybody touch the place that we're not willing to let anybody change the very core of our being god commands that part of us to change god commands that part of him to be surrendered that that part of us of our hearts to be surrendered to him but we're, we're we're good with where we are we're okay We'd rather, uh, you know, have really good feeling services, really good feeling preaching, you know, and, uh, you know, we would rather just act like we're, we're Christians. We'd we'd rather have the name of Christ than really uh, live out his life because, you know, at the end, Christ dies and we really don't want to die to ourselves. And, you know, we don't we don't want to suffer uh, anything. We don't want God. The church in America doesn't want God. And that's why he's not showing up. And that's why he's not going to show up until we repent of our lack of hunger, of our passivity, of our apathy. The hunger that I see in the New Testament is a hunger like I've never seen before. They were so hungry for God. They gave up everything for God. They were selling their possessions, giving it to the church. They were praising and having worship services that lasted days. Hours and hours and hours. And they were, they were meeting together. They were fellowshipping together. They wanted God. They were seeking God. They weren't seeking success. They weren't seeking uh, good feelings. They wanted God. They had the fear of God. And they had the love for God. We've forgotten the foundational truths of, of Christianity. We've forgotten what Jesus has told us. He didn't tell us the first two commandments were to be a good Christian and build churches. The first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. We need to stop thinking that that Christianity is building churches, that Christianity is building all these ministries That Christianity is acting like we have it all together. is acting like we're better than the world. We are no better than the world. Christ, uh, inside of us, Christ, the hope of glory, resurrects us and makes us better. He heals us. He delivers us. We're no better than anybody else. We don't have it all together and we shouldn't think we do. We have to stir up the hunger for God. We have to stir up our desire for God in our lives and forget everything else. Forget everything else. Forget having uh, just good and clean-cut services, having exactly an hour and a half, having uh, smooth preaching, having the best smooth worship with all the good highs and the lows and the in-betweens and and, uh, all the, the... Everything that's that's feeling good and and uh, you know having all the, the coffee coffee bars and whatever, building more and more uh, ministries because you know that's what Christ wants us to do. He never asked us to build ministries. He never asked us to to uh, get these uh, services together to have these. Hour and a half long services, and then you guys can go home and do whatever you want to do. He never asked us to do that. He asked us to seek Him. He asked us to to love Him. And then to obey Him. We, we want to feel good about ourselves, so we start building things that He never asked us to build. We start doing things that He never asked us to do. Because we want to feel good about what we're doing we want to boast our own egos build up our own pride and in doing so we lose hunger for him we start doing things in our own power and we say yeah we really don't need you god we you know we kind of got this we we're doing our services we're we're doing these ministries we're gathering together we're happy we're jolly and we but we've lost our reverence for god we've lost the fear of god We've lost hunger for God in our lives. The Old Testament church, when the Israelites were doing well, they were seeking God. They had a hunger for God. When the New Testament church was doing well, they were seeking God. They were, they were hungry for God. They knew they could not live a godly life without God. They could not live the Christian life, the, the, the call that God had designed for them to live, the call that God had, had drawn them with. They could not accomplish it. They could not do it without him. Psalm 42, one: As the deer pants for the water, Brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. That's the key that we're missing in the church. We've lost our hunger for God. We've lost our desire to seek him, A desire to be in his presence. We've got to seek Him. We've lost our way. We think we're doing well because everyone agrees with us. We think we're doing well because we've built churches and and we've have we have leadership teams and we have people following us. We think we're doing well when those things are happening and when we've we've got the money that we need. We think we have success, but God is 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 not pleased with those things. He's not pleased with. Our own kingdoms it's pitiful to him it's pitiful and it's a slap in his face saying we don't need you god we don't want you we want to build our own kingdoms we're going to do our own thing we want we don't want to be vulnerable to to you we don't really want to give our hearts to you because we don't really trust you because you're not trustworthy god you're not faithful enough you don't satisfy us enough, God. That's what we're telling him when we do the things that we do. When we build our own ministries, we build our own uh, churches, we we build these uh our own careers up to where we want it to be. When we don't seek him for direction, we don't get c- clear direction, when we don't read his word to get understanding of his will for our lives, when we don't spend time with him to hear him, to be in his presence, to know what he feels like, to know what he's feeling, to know what he says about each area of our lives. And not that we're supposed to be perfect. And not that we've made it. Not that I've made it to perfection. But as Paul says, I press forward to the prize of the high calling. I'm pressing forward to for more of God. I'm not looking to build ministries. I'm not looking to whatever. That's not our call. That's not our call. It's not our call. It's not your call to build churches. It's not your call to, to be successful. We weren't, uh, We weren't just designed to be successful according to the world's standards. God says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And then everything else will be taken care of. Everything else will be added unto you. He's got everything else in his hands. Stir up a hunger in your hearts for God. Stir up a hunger for God. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in the word. Remind your soul that it needs God. Remind your soul that it needs God. Even though the soul feels good on its own, feels good doing what what the soul wants to do, you've got to remind your soul to line up with the Spirit of God, to line up with the will of God. If you don't, if you don't line up with the will of God, you're off track. You've missed the mark. Stir up a hunger. We've got to be hungry. The church has got I, I want to be hungry for God. I want to be hungry for God above everything else. I want it to be so obvious for everyone else to see that I am hungry for God. That nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. I'm serious. I wouldn't do any ministry. I wouldn't do any uh. I wouldn't do this podcast. I wouldn't do any kind of worship leading. I wouldn't do any kind of preaching or teaching or anything. Unless God had, had specifically told me to do that. Because that's not my target. This isn't my target. Knowing God more is our, it should be our targets. Knowing him more. Knowing his heart. Knowing his will should be our targets. So I exhort you with that to seek God. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in the Word. Change the way you thought about Christianity. you got to forget what all the things that you think are true. Because there's so much that we've been taught and so much that we believe that does not line up with the word, it doesn't line up with God's will, it doesn't line up with his kingdom.